You're listening to Wholesaling Inc. episode number 1335. So over 90% of our students are work a full-time job and do this part-time. And part of the reason they picked our particular business, our business model compared to the direct mail or pay-per-click and all that is multifaceted. So give you the, the biggest reason right there, you have no marketing costs, right? You have zero marketing costs. So it's your time and energy. You can spend five hours, 15, 20 hours a week, you know, do this part-time, dabble on the weekends, evenings, at night do your research, and then start bidding. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. Welcome to the Wholesaling Inc. Podcast. I'm your host today, Brent Bowers, and today I have Paul Lazell with me. He's going to be breaking down how he buys houses, how he buys real estate from his bedroom. He never leaves his house to do it, and he's doing it with things like online auctions, HUDHomestore.com, auction.com, hubzoo.com. And he's going to break down like, you know, getting pre-qualified ahead of time through a bank or somewhere like Kiavi, a lender. And then, you know, the amount of money you're going to need for earnest money deposits to buy these properties in a very unique strategy of sending an inspector in to reduce the price on these properties. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. You know, a lot of our uh, audience and Rhino Nation, uh, we all have jobs or we had jobs or we, we still have jobs. So this is a form of real estate that you can do without quitting your day job and not having to leave your office, you know, and not sending direct mail and having your phone ring like crazy. This is more on your terms rather than everyone else's terms. So I love how he breaks down these online auctions. Paul also just joined the, the Land Sharks community. So there's a lot of parallels with land in this podcast. So let's jump right into it. Paul Azell, welcome to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast. How are you today? I'm doing well, Brent. How you doing? I'm excited and I'm excited for you. You're about to be getting on a plane to go to Australia. We had a great conversation. You're one of our newest members of the mm -hmm. Land Sharks community over at Wholesaling Inc. Welcome to Rhino Nation. Welcome to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast. I know you're a veteran already. You've been on here a few times. Uh, so maybe we can give, uh, give Rhino Nation a little bit different of, a, of an interview today. But in 30 to 60 seconds, tell Rhino Nation a little bit about yourself. If they haven't heard about you, what you're up to in this world. So I started investing in real estate back in 2001. I was buying bank-owned properties kind of right from jump. Did a little bit of direct mail in between. I was buying off the HUD Home Store. Then on 2009 and on, I was buying on online auctions as well as the HUD Home Store. And wholesaling, fix and flipping, keep buying and holding. And I still buy some stuff offline as well. Um, and now I'm jumping into the land with you as well and add that because that just goes hand in hand with what I do in, in real estate already. All the systems are set up to just plug and play this. And I'm really looking forward to see how that goes. I mean, I'm excited to see you crush it. And I love the fact you're doing a lot of online stuff like the real estate owned, the HUD home store, the online auctions. You know, that's that's something I'm intrigued by because it doesn't sound like you're ever leaving your house. No, could do everything. That's, I think our thing back here says you buy houses from your bedroom, right? So you can buy, you can buy houses in your, from your bedroom. From your bedroom, and you can do it in your boxer shorts, whatever you want to do, whatever makes you feel happy. But 
Same thing with the land, right? And what you do is similar with that. And you're doing everything online through the computer or through email. So yeah, it's, it's pretty much the same type of system. And we've been doing it for a long, long time. And since um, 2002, I mean, that, yeah. I was, I was in 10th grade in 2002. <laughs> you know, I remember what I was up to in 10th grade, but uh, here's the thing, like 2002, like, why did you get started in real estate? What made you want to get started in real estate? What was going on back then? So even back further, I was working for my uncle doing contracting work through college, right? I graduated from Drexel in 98, but from the time I was in junior high all through college and then even a little bit afterwards, I worked for him doing contracting work. And he bought a both a four-unit building, a quadruplex, and a two-unit, another three-unit. We completely gutted, renovated them, ran new everything in there, plumbing, you know, electrical, paint, drywall. Kitchens, bathrooms, exterior, everything, windows, doors, siding, all that stuff. And I got interested in real estate then. I kind of always had a bug for real estate. It runs in the family from my grandfather who invested in real estate for a little while and my dad to an extent as well. And it just kept in me. And I was always interested in the fix and flip aspect because I like the quick cash and the glory of the fix and flips. So I started fixing and flipping before the financial crisis. And then I learned, all right. This wholesale, and I did a couple of them. I'm going to do more of this. And I shifted to like almost a complete wholesale model. And then, of course, the market heated up again. So we were doing a balance of wholesale, fix and flip, wholesale, rentals, all, owner financing, all these different things. You got to do that wild ride from what uh, I believe was 2003 yeah. to about 2007. Yes. You know, that was, that had to have been quite the ride. That was a crazy run up, big run up. And it felt artificial, and it was, of course, right? And that's what created the whole fiasco that we had there. Now we're in a totally different market. We're going to hit a downturn, but not like that kind of a downturn, for sure, going down, down the road here. Totally different animal this time. Well, I had terrible timing. I, I got in in 2007, which I had shared cool. on, on uh, your podcast as well. You know, mention your podcast. Like, let's hear a little bit about that. Yeah, flipping out. So I've been doing that for probably about four years or so, and I think my fourth year. Uh, and I just had you on recently. As a matter of fact, that just, I believe it just went live. Um, I, I know it did on YouTube and I believe it just went live on all the podcasts there. So that, that one's out and um, look and have other guests on. If anybody's interested, who's been investing in real estate once beyond, just hit me up or hit Brent up and he'll give you my contact info and get you on. Flipping out. I flipped out a few times in real estate, especially in 2007 when I decided to get in uh, after that massive run up. I was on the run down. Uh, actually, you don't even have to run down. You just fall down. But going back, you mentioned something that really, really tickled my ear is buying real estate from your bedroom. That's something that was so key to me getting started in real estate when I or back started again in 2015, 16 timeframe when I was serious about quitting my job, getting out of the military you know, because I was preparing for a third combat deployment. I was going to leave my family again for another year and a half. And I was basically confined to base. Like I had a lot of time where I was working with the military. I'd work for very long hours of the day, but I would get little breaks in the meantime. And I'd be researching land, researching properties. I couldn't really go and meet with sellers, but the land game, I was able to kind of just buy over the phone, mm -hmm. buy over the internet, or not really buying over the internet like you, per se, I was researching it. And then I talked to the seller. But that's pretty powerful to be able to buy at these online auctions that the, the HUD home store. Uh, mm -hmm. Can you talk a little bit about that process? Because, you know, a lot of Rhino Nation, they're listening to this on the way to work, or they've got that W2 job and they're like, 
Paul, tell me how I can get started in real estate right now. But I, I can't quit my job. I've got three children and a dog and a wife and a, or and a husband. Like, how can I invest in real estate with very minimal time and effort by using your strategies? So over 90% of our students are work a full-time job and do this part-time. And part of the reason they picked our particular business, our business model compared to the direct mail or pay-per-click and all that is multifaceted. So give you the, the biggest reason right there, you have no marketing costs, right? You have zero marketing costs. So it's your time and energy. You could spend five hours, 15, 20 hours a week, you know, do this part-time, dabble on the weekends, evenings, at night, do your research, and then start bidding. There's certain days where you can bid, obviously, and you'll have to place your bid there, figure out where your maximum allowable offer is in order for you to make profit on there. But um, that allows you to do it that way without having to worry about direct mail, the thing I like about the most is, you know, direct mail when you're doing that. If you go on vacation, let's say you go on a week and a half, two week vacation, your phone is still ringing, right? So either you're answering the phone or you have to have a team member, which leads to more costs, right? Because now you got to hire somebody to answer the phone and be your acquisition manager and then maybe a disposition manager. You can literally do it all on your own acquisition disposition, which I did. And I did as many as 134 deals. And that was back in 2013, way too many deals to do with one person. So I wasn't getting enough sleep, but you can do that. And you could just do, you know, one deal a month, call it 12 deals a year. And you're going to make probably more money doing that than you will in your full-time job. And then eventually you get to the point where you may want to quit or you may just want to keep both, right? Because you can use that W-2 income to add rentals. So it you know, depends what you want to do, but most of our students are full-time employees and they do this on the side. I like that because I don't recommend anybody quit their job until they've they put up at least, you know, one year salary in savings because you need a runway. I, I remember when I was leaving the military, I was flipping out, literally your like your podcast <laughs> for the first several months of leaving the military. But I and I had my biggest month ever in May of 2018, the, the month I left the military, which was $55,000 net profit. And I was still freaking out. Like I made, it took me over a year, it took me a year to make that much in the military, but I was still flipping out. So I recommend like, you know, stay with that W2 job as long as possible, keep those benefits and just figure out ways to leverage virtual assistance. But let's go back to your process, your system, like coach me, like, how can I get started today on something like that, Paul? Like, how could I you know, you mentioned um, HUD Home Store. I never even heard of that. Like, or how would I get started today? You know, I've got one hour a day I can spend. I could take my lunch break every single day, five days a week. Like, where do you recommend me start? So we'll start on the two biggest platforms, auction.com and HubZoo. They're the ones with the most inventory out there. So start on those. And let's say you're in St. Louis, Missouri. So okay. if you're in St. Louis, Missouri, you're going to look at your market. And it may be spread out within an hour or so, maybe as far as two hours. Anything that's fairly close to you that you, if you kind of know that market a little bit, I'm, and I say stay close initially only if you co are comfortable with that, right? Some people are uncomfortable going out of market. Most people are, as a matter of fact. So if you know your market, you feel comfortable with it, start there and then you can build out, you know, just see what's going on there, see what the prices are, what they're starting bid is sometimes they put a reserve requirement there what that number is most of the time they don't so you're kind of guessing so just start comping properties contact a realtor you want to find an agent that's either newer somebody maybe that's a bank owned reo agent somebody at list bank owned properties 
because um, they have great knowledge, one, and most of them have been in business for a while. And then ask them what they think the value of the property is, kind of as is, right? What kind of repairs does it need? Agents will give you a pretty good idea. Some agents are lazy, so you may have to go through three, four, five agents just to find a good agent to actually give you good comps. And then we call the next process trust but verify. Okay, let's say they give you numbers and they're coming up with a $200,000 after repair value. You can verify yourself, believe it or not, just using Zillow. Go in Zillow, pull up properties in that area within like say a mile or less, right? You can draw, depending on the city and where you are, you might, you know, there's different neighborhoods, right? So you want to stick within that neighborhood. If you're looking at a three bedroom, one and a half bathroom, 1500 square foot home, make sure you keep your parameters tight. So you're going to look at, you know, three bedrooms, you could do one to two bathrooms, say a thousand to um, 1500 or 1250 to 1750 square footage. So you get a, a decent amount of properties to look at there. And then you look at apples to apples, do the solds, you could change the solds, because they're going to give you two or three years where the solds in there. So go into one of the other columns, pull it down, look at the last 90 days. And 90 days is important. I think you, you and I might have talked about this, Brett. Because by the time you fix and flip the house or list it and get it on there, it's going to be, by the time they get the appraisal, you're going to be pushing to that six-month threshold that they look at for appraisals. So you want to look at fresh numbers. The other thing you want to look at to make sure, this is really, really important, also look at actives on the market. Because let's say comps are selling for two and a quarter, 225000 But when you look at actives... There's a bunch of properties for sale for 195, 205. That tells me it's a declining market there, right? So now you got to be careful. Now you got to pull those numbers way down just because you're in a different market. You're in a declining market. Now, if you see things listed, you know, sold comps are two and a quarter and you see things listed at 249, 275, you can feel real confident in that 225 number there. Okay. So he just gave us a lot. A lot. I gave you a lot of info. So. <laughs> All right, let's. Well, I got to break this down so I can understand it. Uh, so first step, let's just say, let's go to auction.com. I've heard of that before. Yep. So I go to auction.com. Is there an application? Yes. Uh, so you're going to sign up auction.com and or hubzoo.com, create your account. And then what you're going to end up having to do is if you want to bid on these properties, there is a bid waiver. So what they'll do is they'll either ask you for a debit card or a credit card. You put it on there, they will put a hold on that amount. They won't charge you that amount. They just put a hold on that amount. And then you could bid on these properties. If what you amount wanted. is that? So what amount? Usually $2,500. $2, so okay. Auction.com is a bugger. They make you do three deals before they'll waive that. If you join our, our program, our educational program, we can get it waived on HubZoo. We can get it waived on Hudson & Marshall. We can get it waived on Zome, XOME.com. So we can get the bid waiver waived on those three platforms for you. It just, you have to close, buy and close three deals in auction.com. Then they'll give you what's called the VIP, very important buyer, very important person there. And they'll give you that status. And then you'll be able to bid without having to worry about bid deposits, which, you know, adds up when I was bidding initially on these, I ended up having like 30, 40 K in bid holds because I'm bidding on so many different properties. So when I got the VIP thing set up and when I talked to them about our educational program and, and they see we're closing on everything, then they feel comfortable. All right, if you're going through your program, your students are going to be good because they're going to have the education to understand the process. They're not going to bid haphazardly like some people do. Yeah, because that's my fear. I'm thinking, okay, that was my next question is like, what if I win one of these bids? 
what's yeah. next? You know, I found a deal. I think it's a deal. My realtor said it's a deal. Now, how fast do I got to pay for this thing? Can I get a bank loan? Like, how does that, this work? Yeah, we'll give you this process too. So they're gonna you're gonna have the earnest money deposit, which is generally five percent minimum of twenty five hundred to three thousand. Separate from HUD, HUD home store could be five hundred or thousand dollar minimum. So certain ones are different, but in general, you're gonna be at least twenty five hundred to five percent. So if it's on a two thousand dollar or two hundred thousand dollar house, that's ten grand. You got to put down earnest money deposit. Yes, you can use hard money. And you can make a contingent con- upon getting approved for the hard money as well, right? So I use Kiavi, I use Lending One, Lima One, um, Lending what's Lending Home is now Kiavi and Dominion Financial. Those are different ones I use. They'll accept any of those that you just need to get have a pre-approval letter from them. We help you get you set up with that as well, so you can get pre-approved. And initially, if you're a new investor, you're going to have to put 20% down. You'll have already put 5% down for the earnest money deposit. If you are um, a seasoned investor and show that you do at least, you know, three to five deals a year, you could do a 10% down. So they let you do a little bit less down with that. Then you have generally about 30 days to 45 days to close with the financing. So let's say okay, you so go there there. Is some time. There is some time. You do have some time. And let's say you send your agent there, send a contractor in, and they find additional repairs that are needed way above and beyond what you thought. It's not over yet. You can actually go back and say, hey, we found this. You guys didn't see this, but there was water in the basement. Right now, it's going to cost as much to take care of this. And then you can get money taken off. You don't want to make this a regular thing, but you can do it. You can haggle with them. And I did this on a deal recently in Pittsburgh and got $10,000 off the price. Oh, that's amazing. I love that. So Todd Toback, he's also a, a host on the Whole Selling Podcast. He taught me many years ago, send an inspector in mm-hmm. once you get the property and the contract and you can get these, you can work these deals down even lower because these inspection reports just look like the house is just falling down. I never did that once, never did it once because I was, I just couldn't stomach it. I could not go back to the sweet lady or sweet little old lady or whoever, this mother or this family and get them down even lower. I mean, great technique, but I wouldn't feel bad at all if it was a bank owned property or a HUD home. Like these are like real people. Like they don't care. It's a, it's a a huge, like they're there to make money off of you. So it's fine. Um, I love that. So auction.com or HubZoo. Uh, mm-hmm. Or, you know, you mentioned several, fill out that application. You got to have a little funds in your account. Yes. Once you get that property under contract, you're going to need, you know, some type of earnest money deposit. And then you go through your inspections, you know, get pre-qualified first is what it sounds like as well ahead of time with, you mentioned Kiabi, maybe your your local bank. I love the fact that you're recommending the one hour or the two hour radius of your current location because the thing I've found out about houses and apartments and buildings, you got to be able to get there on a weekend if need be, or at least mm-hmm. have some good contractors. I've bought okay. properties in the middle of nowhere. I bought like houses in the middle of nowhere because I got I was already buying land in that area. Mm-hmm. So I was like, ah, it's no big deal. Oh, goodness gracious. You're talking <laughs> about contractors. And thank God I'm not in, in that area because I'd probably be stuck doing that work. But uh, yeah, having that already established within a one or two hour radius is amazing. I think that's key. And I want to hit on one thing you said earlier, which is so important. You were talking about having that one year salary. So I was working for the bank full time and I started then in 2001 in real estate investing. And it wasn't until 2004 that I quit my job. And my 
my parameter was, and I said this, I told my wife is once I have 18 months worth of bill paying ability savings in my account, that's when I go off on my own. And it was like December of 2004. And that's when I cut the cord, went off on my own. I've been doing it ever since. But it's important to have that because like you said, with the runway, if when I got to a year, I was going to reassess everything. If after that year, it didn't look like it was going to work out, it's easy for me to go get another job again, right? It's going to be simple. And I still have savings to pay while I'm doing that. So, you know, I reevaluated a year. I'm like, yeah, we're doing really, really well. I'm just going to keep it going. And that's why it's important to be able to do this part-time initially and get good at it. And then you can go full-time if, in fact, you want to do that. I just want to reiterate how important that was. I love it. That reminds me of the old Jim Rohn. You know, let your part-time profits, you know, exceed your W-2 job or your your salary working for someone else. Well, Paul, you know, what else do we forget here? Like, like what else do you have to mention? Any other gold nuggets? So it's getting easier to sell now. What I used to have to do to sell the properties was either on Craigslist when I'm wholesaling them, right? Craigslist or later on, Facebook Marketplace came around, but it wasn't big yet. Now it's much easier. You can still list on Craigslist. You can still sell them there. You can still list on Facebook Marketplace. And that's where you could sell a lot. There's very active investment groups in Facebook Marketplace. But now there's new marketplaces springing up. I think Town Square is one. Paul Joaquin has that company. HubZoo now has a disposition platform for if you want to wholesale properties. Zone, X-O-M-E has a disposition platform. As a matter of fact, I'm listing my 12-unit uh, building in Casper, Wyoming on both Hubsu and Zone this month because there's a lot of buy and hold people on there who would love to get a property like that. So now it's just getting easier and easier to do that. But what we do for the most part, we actually buy the properties, take them down, and sell them on the MLS because we're making a lot more on the MLS than we're going to make anywhere because we can go to an end buyer for the most part. Or oh you just goodness. open up to a lot more eyes and investors on the MLS. So if you don't have the money to get in there to start, you need to find a money partner. Either go to a local RIA and try to find a you know somebody that's got some money and you can partner together and split these deals. So even if you're flat broke, you can still do this, believe it or not. That was kind of me from jump, right, in the beginning. No, that's amazing. A lot of those places you mentioned already, like Marketplace, Facebook Marketplace, Craigslist, I used to sell, like we've run very parallel paths with the land business. I used to sell most of my land on these sites and neighbor letters because a lot of times the neighbors want to buy the land next to them, Mm -hmm. signs. And then I got into having realtors sell it on the MLS. And let me tell you, these MLS buyers will pay a lot more because they're just trying to put their funds somewhere. They're not in the business like we are. We need to find a deal. But the people that aren't in the business that are buying this land or buying these properties, they just need to spend money. Because they want to spread their wealth out or, you know, diversify like their certified public accountant is telling them or their certified personal or what is it? Yeah. Certified financial planner. There we go. I was trying to say that word. Certified (laughs) financial planner, CFP. But uh, I love it. Paul, where can people get in touch with you or find out more about you? So they can follow me on The Virtual Investor on YouTube. Um, they can find out more about our um, educational company, reoauctionacademy.com or fliprealestatevirtually.com. Got a couple of different sources there for them. They can also find me on Facebook under Paul Lysel. Connect with me there and we can talk further. So many gold nuggets. Guys, 90% of people that are investing in real estate still have full-time jobs. You too can do it. You can get out there and start swinging the bat. The best hitters in baseball only hit the ball three out of 10 times. So get out there and just start swinging that bat. Don't wait. Get out of education mode. Take action today. Also, go to 
wholesalinginc.com forward slash land. That's wholesalinginc.com forward slash land. Schedule that call. I'd love to talk with you as well. And until next time, Rhino Nation, God bless and go out there and start swinging that bat. Talk to you later. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.